Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome again to the Big Turtle podcast. Uh, today we have with us Imad Maktoumi. Uh, Imad is a journalist and uh, an activist uh, based in uh, Srinagar, Kashmir. And uh, we are going to talk about uh, some hot button issues um, that are related to uh, uh, Kashmir, its, its past, present and future. Uh, since this is a very crucial time for all of us, for Kashmiri people, as well as people in the larger subcontinent, subcontinental area, so and in South Asia in general. Um, so, Imad, let me uh, begin by welcoming you. And uh, please, uh, why don't you introduce yourself for our viewers? Thank you. Thank you so much, Vikramji, for having me today on your podcast. Uh, my name is Imad Mukdumi. I'm based in Srinagar. Born in Srinagar and then, you know, uh, my studies have taken place in Delhi. I was in Delhi. I left this place when I was in, uh, I guess, upper KG or first uh, class first. Okay. And then I moved to Delhi and continued my studies over there. I've now returned back to Srinagar uh, in the year 2015. So... Since then, I am also running an organization called the Trailblazers Research Foundation. Uh, it's basically an organization which does a lot of work uh, as far as, you know, uh, de-radicalization is concerned. As far as, you know, giving a platform to youth uh, on various intellectual levels is concerned. So we are working on that, most primarily with youth across the Kashmir Valley. Uh, we are also going to come up with uh, some events and uh, some training programs uh, next month onwards so you'll see me doing a lot of activities from next month onwards so that is all about me and i um, other than that i am a columnist i write uh, primarily for the greater kashmir newspaper uh, which is the uh, only largest daily english newspaper circulating in kashmir so uh, i've recently started writing in greater kashmir uh, uh, in uh, i guess i started my first piece in greater kashmir was published in the month of uh, February uh, 2020. Okay. So uh, it's good to write in Greater Kashmir. Greater Kashmir is a newspaper which has a you know vast reach across the globe, and it's also good you know to write about the idea of India and uh, to write about the reality in uh, such a newspaper, newspaper which has a vast uh, you know leadership uh, across the globe. Okay, so let me ask you about Greater Kashmir. Now, in the past, uh, you know, this newspaper was had a very different uh, tone, I think, and the ideology where they were associated with sort of uh, anti-establishment and sort of pro-separatist views were represented in the paper. Now, has that changed um, over the years or... Um, because I remember there was a time when, yeah, it was sort of kind of separatist, you know, had an ideology. Well, uh, well, uh, absolutely, uh, you know, I agree with you that there was a time when, that, when this newspaper, you know, uh, propagated the views of the uh, secessionist organizations like the Huryat and the other uh, anti-national elements uh, which existed in Kashmir earlier. But uh, I would really not like to 
comment on whether uh, whether there was some kind of an agreement between the Greater Kashmir and the secessionist groups to propagate that ideology because no, 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 no. Uh, because I because I think because I think because I think the you know uh, there has been as you must be aware there must there has already uh, an NIA raid has taken place on the Greater Kashmir and the investigations are going on it is you know i firmly believe that it is our investigative agencies in the country are you know much equipped uh, with this uh, prerogative to you know see who is associated with whom and what what was the agenda behind propagating that ideology i would i would really not like to you know comment on whether there were whether the whether the propagation of those views at that particular time by greater kashmir were were uh, were something which was entered into an agreement between the gk and those groups or there is also a possibility of the uh, continuous threats and the you know other consequences that the Huriyat conference and the other anti-national elements used to give to the you know uh, the editors, journalists, and you 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 know the case of Shujaat Bukhari. So there is also a compulsion. Uh, you know, just yesterday you see I I saw a report was published on uh, you know that the government is forcing uh, uh, the journalists to change the uh, militant terminology with terrorist. So such activities are carried by certain individuals to you know actually make the entire press in kashmir vulnerable as far as i remember that the you know the greater kashmir newspaper has received threats from the huriyat also they have received threats from the terrorists also they have also been countered by the uh, indian uh, security agencies and other uh, organizations yeah, that yeah. we have here but uh, whether whether there was some kind of an agreement or some kind of a you know plan to propagate the Huriyat ideology or Kashmir to Pakistan ideology in Greater Kashmir is something that the investigative agencies are looking into, and they are the best people to judge. Uh, uh, but but yes, but as I, as you said in the recent past, if you have read my columns, if you read my articles, uh, they have been published in Greater Kashmir without any doubt, and you know uh, there has been no editing which has been done in my articles in my column so that is itself a, uh, you know itself a proof that greater kashmir is uh, you know giving space to uh, a reality as well because what we write is reality we don't give we don't give kashmiris a myth uh, about things so uh, i have never i personally as as far as personally is con I, I am personally concerned i have never been you know denied uh, that space by the greater kashmir newspaper and I have been, you know, uh, I don't see them giving me any, you know, uh, such kind and stopping me from writing into their newspaper anytime in the future as well. I, my last piece was published on, on 5th of August, uh, just three days back yeah. on the uh, new dawn. I had written the dawn of a new Kashmir. So that, that things are moving. I am, I am happy that Greater Kashmir is giving platform to our kind of views. So nothing wrong about that. Okay. Um, and I wanted to ask you, you know, um, after the uh, abrogation of Article 370, uh, there were a lot of different views that came out. And um, there is obviously there is a, a lobby that, um, you know, is opposed to it. And they're making get trying to milk it for political capital. And then there are people who think that it was a good thing because in any case, in its current form, it had no uh, sort of, uh, no teeth. You know, it was a toothless kind of uh, 
act and uh, it had already been eroded so much that uh, it, it was actually better that, uh, you know, people, it was just kind of removed from the scene altogether. But then, you know, what it led to is a situation where now um, uh, the Kashmir issue, which was simmering, is now being milked by all these foreign powers and foreign media and uh, you know for for and and it's being cast in a in a light that is very different from uh, what the reality is on the ground because for anybody who lives here like me i've been here for a long time i see that the reality is very different from what is reported in foreign media or even in some sections of indian media for example you know so yes. because and people tell me that, you know, even the locals tell me the ones who are actually in business and in the tourist business, you know, they tell me that, look, this kind of coverage is very bad for us because it's harming us, you know, and when tourists come here, they tell me so many people that God, this is completely different from what we've expected. You know, this is a great place. You can come here and have a great time, you know, and it's like, but what they hear outside is a different story. So I don't know. I mean, this seems to be a very, you know, very, very destructive mode. And uh, people are very see, irresponsible. They don't care about Kashmiris. You know, I mean... See, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something. See, Pakistan's eagerness to, you know, sort of uh, capitalize on uh, the digital media this thing on its digital media fetish has never ended. It has been there since ages now and it continues to be there. I think, you know, the, uh, the, the discomforting and the disconcerting rumors uh, about Pakistan, uh, you know, sort of trying to claim a leadership uh, on the entire Muslim, uh, this world across the globe is something which we all know about. It has been continuing. They are doing it. They are now doing it in collaboration with Turkey as well and some other countries which are supporting them in this agenda. So this, you know, the the uh, the propagation of false uh, stories in international journals and even some of our own uh, newspapers is something which has continued. And the only reason behind uh, this is that the Pakistan wants to claim leadership on the entire Muslim world, you know, Muslim dominated places. They want to show themselves as the leader, as the leader of the you know Muslim uh, populated uh, countries, places, and regions. And this is a part of that agenda which Pakistan has been carrying since ages now. I have some statistics with you know the after the abrogation of Article 370, and I would like to name DRT World reportedly published over 15 stories highlighting the uh, abrogation event, and most of them were highly critical of the Indian government. You know, there were hundreds of articles which were criticizing the UAE on one hand. And then, you know, we also had 30, around 30 write-ups about the alliance of Turkey, Pakistan, and Malaysia on various fronts. So this is a part of the entire the part of an agenda which the Pakistan is running across the globe. And this continues to be there. You know, they are trying to malign the, the not only the Indian government, but they are also trying to malign the Kashmiris. And uh, they also try to, you know, uh, put up a false narrative across the globe that uh, Kashmiris are being targeted by the Indian government, the Indian security agencies, whereas the reality is completely different. And yes, uh, as far as, you know, Kashmir is concerned, 
we suffer a lot on the international front on this because when you have stories uh, false stories getting published like this this makes an impact you know the entire uh, not only just the country but the other but our region our people our business our things you know suffer on a you know on a global level but nevertheless you know the cause is more supreme article 370 was abrogated in the interest of the nation and the interest of the kashmiris i think most primarily for the interest of the kashmiris it had as you as you rightly said that it had been already you know weeded out completely now whatever was left that was done by the uh, prime minister modi led government so i don't think you know now I, now the you know the other thing which i like to tell you is that people in kashmir are not talking about the article 370 abrogation they are talking about the new era which has started after 5th of august 2019 which is about development which is about dismantling all the uh, political leadership which carried a baggage of corruption which carried you know which carried a baggage which is full of scams innumerable corruption and what not they are talking about you know all that stuff they are not talking about why was article 370 abrogated what led to the article 370 abrogation if you see a general perception now in kashmir it is about what next now the article has been abrogated what is the you know what is the work which is going on on the development front what is the work which is going on in dismantling the uh, pakistani ecosystem which had existed in kashmir for the last 70 years and etc etc so but yes as you rightly said that you know there has a, a full propaganda is being carried out internationally and stories are being published in international journals defaming the indian government trying to you know sort of give them an image of an oppressor which is absolutely false and you know they're trying to misguide the world but as i as i said to you i'll repeat that pakistan is trying to claim leadership over the muslim dominated places across the globe and this is the the abrogation of article 370 and the entire kashmir myth which they have been running since ages now is a prominent is a prominent tool for them to you know uh, to to use in this uh, uh, propaganda okay and um when you say when 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 we think about naya kashmir what is the first thing that comes to mind because you know the other day there was a this omar abdullah went on times channel and he came up with a whole bunch of figures and and uh, you know all the the media picked it up and they were tweeting it all over and people were very impressed <laughs> by this chat by what he was saying about the mortality rate and the human development index and you know about he says like where is the investment and i keep hearing this on the in last two years what has happened what is this government done but there are a lot of things that have been initiated forget two two years only in the last since i have been here six months there so many projects have been initiated you know by manoj sinha and uh, now of course you know you have covid you which crippled the whole world economy then you've had different things uh, then there was yeah of course after 370 they had to kind of um, uh, shut it down for a while to kind of temper it but um, 
I want to know what is your response to this Omar Abdullah's uh, big spiel. And tell us more about Naya Kashmir and what is happening under the... Well, the, well, I'll come to the first part of your question that what is the first thing that comes to mind when we talk about Naya Kashmir. The first thing which comes to my mind is the, you know, the completion of projects which have, which, which never, you know, which, which were never really implemented by these governments. They, you know, the government of Jammu and Kashmir under Manoj Sinaji would, they had to, you know, make a separate head under languishing projects because the projects started by these political dynasts, these looters, you know, who come up on times now with false statistics. They were never really completed. They, you know, I, Omar Abdullah said, Omar Abdullah said, uh, you know, where is, what is, where is Naya Kashmir? What is the development which is going on? Where is the development? I would like to ask him that there were 7,000 projects that were started between 2009 and 2015 when he was the chief minister of this uh, Jammu and Kashmir. What happened to those projects? All those 7,000 projects were stopped midway while they were in the government after, after they pumped in huge money on those projects. And in the last one year, Lieutenant Governor Manoj Sinha has completed those projects. I would like to ask Umar Abdullah, what about the Bahur Stadium in Jammu? He started that in 2010 and, you know, uh, rupees 90 lakhs was, you know, it was looted on the name of building up that uh, stadium. And then, you know, that stadium was, uh, the work on that stadium was stopped in 2014. After that, Manoj Sinasab came and within eight months, he has completed the stadium and has even inaugurated it uh, just two weeks back or one or two weeks back, uh, if I'm uh, correct. And not just Omar Abdullah. Azad Sahib started a maternity hospital in Skims, uh, uh, JVC Bemina, Skims Bemina. 15.8 crore rupees was, you know, uh, spent on that, on building up, on, you know, uh, constructing that maternity hospital and establishing that unit over there. Why was it stopped in the midway? Lieutenant Governor Manoj Sinha had to put extra 60 crore rupees to get that done. And when the government of JNK found out what was left of that 15.8 crore rupees, you will be surprised to know only 10 lakh rupees were found there. They are again, see, now they have, they don't have anything under their control. These political dynasts, these looters, now they propagate lies. They try to build up hate in the minds of Kashmiris against the government of India by giving these false statistics. They never, and let us, for example, let us, for a, for a minute, let's, except that there has been no development since last two years uh, 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 with reference to what Omar Abdullah says and other things, you know, what other people say. How, how, how do they expect that the 70 years of uh, loot, corruption, Pakistani ecosystem can be replaced with development uh, in two years? If Omar Abdullah could not construct a stadium in the last five to ten years, how do they expect Prime Minister Modi to con construct that stadium within two years, although he has done it. And then let's talk, if they talk about the development, who connected Kishtawar with Kashmir? It was Prime Minister Modi who has connected Kashmir, Kishtawar with Kashmir. I guess, I, I, 
if i'm uh, if my figures are correct around more than 100 crore rupees has been spent on that project the 4000 crore plus project which has been started uh, which has been started uh, this uh, the tunnel which has been made all these projects have been started by prime minister modi there is a lot going on you know as far as the uh, hydroelectricity is concerned i have a statistics with me you know out of the you know there is a detailed report on the electricity fund and i don't i don't think whether that i have that particular report with me right now but still i would like to tell you yeah. you know because this is very important because these people propagate all sorts of lies on national televisions and then we then it is expected see the five points on which the government of jammu and kashmir really uh, you know uh, worked after the abrogation of article 370 was to put in a just and a transparent system of uh, administration across kashmir i think there have been more than 100 plus arrests in the uh, corruption cases by the anti corruption bureau in the last 2 uh, years more than 100 people i i i guess the figures must be you know more than 100 now but as 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 far as i remember uh, you know the last which i had done some research on this uh, more than 100 people 100 officers and i am not talking about any civilian or an any any individual more than 100 officers were arrested on cases of corruption by the anti corruption bureau which has never happened in the history of gm corruption has not been targeted so efficiently in kashmir for the last 70 years this is for the first time when an anti corruption bureau came it was given the authority they investigated the cases and they arrested the officers they even continue to arrest officers on red handedly uh, from their offices this has never happened in kashmir so first first was to you know put a just and a transparent system across kashmir and then you know second was that the government schemes the government schemes never reached to the people the second thing which the government of jammu and kashmir ensured was that the all the central schemes which are applicable in jammu and kashmir reached to the far off places the rural places you go in south kashmir you go in north north kashmir you will see you know you will see every household almost every household is you know uh, taking benefits of any particular government uh, scheme and earning a livelihood uh, under that scheme so that second was to you know uh, do that and then you know fourthly the 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 acceleration of the development in jammu and kashmir as i said the projects started by these looters and the political dynasties were never taken to its logical conclusion they were taken to its logical conclusion by the prime minister modi prime minister modi's government manoj sinha led, led administration so second fourth point was fourth agenda of the jammu and kashmir government was to accelerate the development of gnt projects stopped in midway projects which had been given approval and not really you know the work had not taken place on those projects those projects were you know are being taken forward by the government of jammu and kashmir that is very important and then lastly is the economic development the overall you know creation of the employment opportunities uh and the you know livelihood which is the main priority of the government i think mission youth is doing a lot of work on that front and the other government organizations are also doing a lot of government posts are being uh, filled up and then let us talk about equality and justice equality and justice in all fronts you know those you know those the rights of those women who who married outside jammu and kashmir such a big thing their rights were restored what can, what else what else do they want 
there is a lot which has been done. I can I can I can sit with you the entire day and still not complete on what all has been done by the Prime Minister Modi. And then the Panchayati Raj, uh, this thing, and the DDC elections, the empowering the grassroots grassroots politics in Jammu and Kashmir. It's a, they have been working very hard uh, as compared to what these political dynasts have done in 70 years. And these political dynasts do not have any right to question the credibility of the Prime Minister Modi's government or Lieutenant Governor Manoj Sinha's government. Because all the sufferings that Kashmiris have had till now, it's all because of these mainstream political parties. People hate them like hell. You come on the streets of Srinagar, you are in Srinagar right now, you go and ask any 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 worker class, any labor class person, whether what is their opinion about these uh, mainstream uh, political dynasts and other political leaders? They say that they are not going to jail. They are going to jail. They are going to Such is the impression about them in uh, Kashmir and other parts of the Union territory. Thank you. Um, I just, you know, that sounds like a, what you just told me. Of course, we will highlight it on social media, the point, the points you have brought up. But I want, you know, this sounds like a good subject for an article that you should write in one of the national uh, papers or outlets, like uh, these points that you have outlined. And, uh, and especially you can use the peg of what this chap said on the Times channel and then basically i responded to i, I responded to umar abdullah's uh, umar abdullah's interview on twitter I, I i i came out with some facts and figures to which nobody from the national conference had any answers or they, they did not give they did not want to give me an importance that they ignored me on twitter but nevertheless people of jammu and kashmir know their reality people of kashmir know what they have done till now uh, coming up on times now and lying about the facts and figures won't help. People of Jammu and Kashmir have realized over the recent past uh, what has been committed upon them. And uh, in the near future, they will respond to it uh, very nicely. So, Imad, um, is there a lot of opposition? I mean, do you get um, trolled you know, by the separatist lobby in Kashmir? Do you get hate mail? I'm just wondering, like... Well, absolutely. I am used to it. I, 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 I get hate messages, threats and whatnot 24 hours. Emails, I can show you my email every day, every... Uh, the day when my article gets published in Greater Kashmir newspaper. I have hundreds of emails threatening me, abusing me, trolling me and whatnot. But as I said, you know, this country is more supreme than Imad Magdumi. <laughs> Kashmiris are more supreme than Imad Magdumi. And this land is more pious and more supreme than uh, anyone else. Yeah. And, uh, and these things really don't matter because yeah. now has the time now is the time when you have to tell the reality to Kashmiris <laughs> so that they are not fooled again. And so that they, the lives of Kashmiris don't get devastated in the future now. I think these things are supreme. Baki the trolling and all this doesn't work on me. This might work on some other people. I, I continue to write what I am doing. I'll continue to say the same thing. And for me, there are three things which are important. One is the national interest. Second is the national sovereignty. 
and third is the national security and then and then the most uh, primarily the interest of kashmiris the interest of common ordinary kashmiris who have suffered at the hands of these mainstream political leaders and the pakistani uh, decoits pakistani you know terrorists and the associates of the terrorists in kashmir valley over the years so i think that's 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 what is more important the trolling and all won't work with a person whose conviction is very strong yeah um no no i am concerned about how widespread is this uh, sentiment and is it just limited to the to the youth who are kind of have no work and no nothing to do or is it more than that you know it is absolutely more than that over the years of you know over the years of over the 70 years of misgovernance that jnk has seen at the hands of these political dynasties especially the pdp and then the other parties they have also got this you know the 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 anti india elements they have also you know adjusted these anti india elements within the government establishments within the education department within all you know all the cadres of the jammu and kashmir government within the system and outside the system as well so yes this is widespread this is extraordinarily widespread in all the forums and it will take a lot of time for the government of jammu and kashmir and the people of jammu and kashmir to weed out such elements from all the corners and uh, you know expect to live a peaceful and a you know a happy life because it is widespread it is not just limited to a uh, to a youth to an unemployed youth of south kashmir or the uh, or any part of srinagar it is widespread people who are earning uh, fa- taking fat salaries from government of india are the architects of building up this pakistani uh, terror ecosystem in uh, kashmir valley so more important than you know more important than a stone pelter more important than a than a than a person who lives in unemployed youth of south kashmir we have these people who are within the system who are who are a great threat to the national sovereignty national integrity and national security of this country and the government of jammu and kashmir as you see that they have been weeding them out now and this step must continue because then only you will have you will expect kashmir to be as peaceful and as you know progressive in the near future see peace and progress progress let let me come to progress development development cannot take place unless and until you weed out all these elements who have contributed in building up a terror ecosystem in kashmir no matter how much money you give no matter how much work the government does 24/7 but it is equally important for the government to weed out all those elements who have helped in widespread promotion of the anti national and terror activities in jammu and kashmir at the behest of pakistan isi and their associates yeah this is uh, unfortunate because i see that in the young people uh, you know this sentiment is there and um, but i am sure you know at some point they have no it, it will dissipate it will definitely dissipate well, you- absolutely you have a very you have a very strong government at the center now yeah they will not compromise on it and i can see i can you know i can see the government of jnk is crystal clear on dismantling such elements who have contributed to the destruction and devastation of kashmir over the last 70 years 
yeah and as investments come in as companies come in and they are job creators you know they are going to hire people the young people they want they don't want to sit you know the ones who are idle rich they can afford to create this ruckus but the people who need to work and who want a future you know people who have to run away to other places they imagine they're sitting in delhi and bangalore and um, you know talking about separatism from delhi and bangalore i'm like dude you are living in india you're making money earning a salary <laughs> your whole life is <laughs> is that's the, that's the that's the that's the separatism you know <laughs> that's that's the, the that's the hypocrisy which the kashmiris have you know suffered you know you know you have some people who are earning crores of rupees even from the jamaat e islami and even from the secessionist organizations uh, who have sent their children and grandchildren to uh, to do double mbas from different countries adjusted them in government departments over here a lot has been done but they tell the or common ordinary kashmiri that youth no for you it is very important to pelt stones on the security forces yeah. for some for some for some grave reason that's I, i think the government is acting serious on that and uh, a time will come that such kind of an ecosystem will, will be disseminated from its roots and the government will not leave any stone unturned to make sure that kashmir becomes a peaceful and a progressive uh, region yeah investments and jobs will make a huge difference infrastructure will just today as yeah university i'm so sorry no no i'm just yeah. saying university schools and hospitals just today just today just today the industries department has come out with a press release rupees 23000 crore investment has been locked for the uh jnk this thing today the news today all the newspapers are carrying that report rupees 23000 crore so yes work is going on uh different fronts and we because see the creation of jobs uh you know the acceleration of development project developmental projects and other things these are not something some things that we you know should that we kashmiris or anybody else should expect uh, that these things will get finished by overnight this will definitely take some time but yes the government is acting serious on that the government is uh, being truthful to the people of jammu and kashmir and i i i see kashmir i see kashmir you know uh, getting progressed at a great level in the near near future okay i'm very glad to hear that because that's what we need is hope and confidence and absolutely young, and the young people need a future and uh, you know when you're sitting around idle on this social media and you have nothing to do yes. then you know you're going to get sucked into these things i mean it's like in a place like kashmir imagine it's like so easy you know to to brainwash people so uh, yes Thanks for listening to the Big Turtle podcast. You can find us on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. See you next time.